From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Emily Polsander. Utah State Board of Education member Natalie Klein is running for re-election. She announced it on social media yesterday. This comes after she was formally censured by Utah lawmakers and the State Board of Education last week. Klein made a Facebook post that falsely implied a student-athlete might be transgender and didn't fit in on the girls' basketball team. The board has asked Klein to resign. In her re-election announcement, Klein said she will continue working to protect children from education systems that, quote, transform students' mindsets and beliefs through social, emotional, psychological, and behavioral conditioning. Utah House Minority Leader Angela Romero says she's deeply disappointed in Klein's decision to run again. Romero hopes voters will hold Klein accountable. Utah lawmakers passed a bill last Friday requiring schools to get parental consent before they can give students non-academic surveys. KUER's Martha Harris has more. Some of the surveys that schools currently give to students allow their parents to opt them out. But Republican Representative Carrie Ann Lisenby's bill requires schools to get parental permission annually. The genesis of the bill is responsive to some parental concerns about surveys being administered to their children in an academic setting. Several parents mentioned the state health department's health and risk prevention survey specifically. Under the bill, schools could now opt out of giving it without losing state funding. But Mara Hammer with the group Layton Communities That Care says they rely on that data to create youth substance use prevention and mental health programs. So it's very important that this data gets collected so that we can know how best to put preventive measures into place to know where the target and focus should be. There have been similar efforts in other states to require parental permission on all surveys, rather than only allowing parents to opt out. As long as Governor Spencer Cox does not veto the bill, it'll become law with or without his signature. Martha Harris, KUER News. And a correction from a previous version of this story. The bill heads next to the governor's desk, but it does not need his signature in order to become law. Native American families remain frustrated by the high rates of violence, missing person cases, and unsolved killings in their communities. The Biden administration missed a deadline nearly three weeks ago to respond to recommendations from a special commission. Officials spent months traveling the country talking to Native American families, advocates, and police about how best to tackle the epidemic. Many families with a missing loved one say law enforcement has left them in the dark. Albuquerque attorney Darlene Gomez says the FBI does that all the time. She adds, quote, they don't even talk to the family until there's an indictment, and very often they don't say anything at all. As of Sunday morning, more than 15 avalanches had been reported in Utah's mountains. KPCW reports that one happened on the Park City Ridgeline just outside the Park City Mountain Resort boundaries. Resident Michael Fisher witnessed the avalanche. He filmed a skier outrunning the slide on a slope that two others had just skied. Sure enough, like the third skier triggered it. The main reason I pulled out my camera was because I was like, that could slide. The avalanche warning was considerable at the time, and it remains in the category from Logan to Provo. The lava fields and caves of Craters of the Moon in south-central Idaho were born of volcanic activity 15,000 years ago. This May marks 100 years since the site became a national monument. Rachel Cohen outlines the celebration plans for the Mountain West News Bureau. 
In his 1924 proclamation, President Calvin Coolidge writes that Craters is a weird and scenic landscape, peculiar to itself. Jennifer Jones is with the National Park Service. It's kind of a strange and mysterious place that really feels a lot like another world. She says the unusual lava landscape is the result of a series of volcanic eruptions. The central feature is the Great Rift, a 52-mile-long crack in the Earth's crust that starts near the visitor center. Jones is planning events for the centennial celebration from May through September. From its important cultural history to its wilderness, the research that has taken place within the park, obviously the geology, and then this uh, expansive night skies. Jones says talks and exhibits will cover the area's history as Shoshone-Bannock homelands to its role in preparing NASA astronauts for trips to the moon. Rachel Cohen, Boise State Public Radio News. You are listening to KUER News.